What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Welcome, friends. This is Felice Gerwitz. Today, we are going to talk about Christian Faith Essentials. This is episode 142, and you can find the show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. I want to thank our sponsor, Media Angels, and the featured books are A Few Minutes with God and One More Child. You can find those either at the mediaangels.com forward slash books uh, for digital, or you can get the print versions as well as. Uh, the Kindle on Amazon. When you type in the names of the books, just make sure uh, you type in Felice Gerwitz as well. Well, have you packed your Christian faith essentials away or do you have them on hand when you fight the enemy? How do we explain the way our lives have changed over the course of the last few months? You know, we've been sheltering at home, right? And people are tired of it and they're afraid of getting sick from the virus. Well, in this episode, we're going to look at Acts 2 and how essential that is to our faith. If you've listened to A Few Minutes with God, I end each session with a prayer. And usually I summarize what we've discussed and I ask the Lord for a blessing on the listeners as well as time for prayer for our special intentions. And I'm still going to do that. But I had an aha moment while listening to a sermon on television and it answered a nagging question I had that I didn't even know I had about the disciples. Have you ever wondered why is it that when the Lord taught them they were puzzled and confused and didn't understand? You know, why did they find his messages too difficult and why did many turn away? And the answer was because they did not have the infilling of the Holy Spirit. The Lord was still with them, and after he rose and left for heaven, he sent down his spirit to dwell among them, and it opened his mind and his and their hearts. And then I had another aha moment, and I thought, you know what? We're going to begin each episode with a prayer. And so I'm going to pray a short prayer to the Holy Spirit as well. So here we go. Dear Lord, I ask that you send your Holy Spirit so that you will give me the words you want me to use, as well as those listening a heart to hear what you want them to hear. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit and they shall be created and you shall renew the face of the earth. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, 
Grant us in the same spirit to be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. We learn that after Jesus rose from the dead, there were 50 days of celebration, and Jesus is the only person in recorded history who rose from the dead. He in turn brought other people back from the dead. You know, Lazarus is one that we know, right? Well, so many people saw uh, Christ after his resurrection, and they were eyewitnesses. And the story of salvation really is that greatest story that was ever told, and we are the recipient of the gift. You know, if we're looking um, in the past and we're reading scripture, they only had a piece of the story. They only knew what was told to them or taught. We have the entire Bible. The word Trinity doesn't even appear in the scriptures, but Christians define this as one God in three persons. God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit. And as I said earlier, Jesus gave us these amazing uh, teachings and he, you know, taught the people who were listening at the time and the disciples. And like I said, I wondered why they, didn't they get it? Well, you know, many times they didn't understand the fullness and we don't either. And I feel sometimes, you know, that we have to pray and ask the Lord for an infilling of his spirit so that we can understand. The Holy Spirit opens our hearts and our minds to a greater awareness and understanding. Jesus promised to send his disciples the Holy Spirit in John 14, 15 through 31. And I'll read an excerpt for you, but please look this up in your Bibles and meditate on these words. He said, If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live and you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me, and the one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. You know, and then it goes on, and Judas said, you know, you know, but Lord, you know, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not the world? And you know, and Jesus went on and said, you know, that anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. I always think about that. And I think about our kids and, you know, we, they do things that make us happy and we just want to shower them with our love and our gifts and our joy. Well, how much more does God the Father do that? You know, um, he said, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Those are such beautiful words. You know, I, I love that. And he also said, I am coming back to you. You know, you heard me say, I am going away. This is verse 28. And I am coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not say much more to you, for the Prince of this world is coming. He has told 
He has no hold over me. So that's the enemy, right? But he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me. The Lord knew he was going to be crucified, but what an example he is to us. You know, that he will do exactly what my Father has commanded me. And he's going to come back to us. Have we really considered the Holy Spirit? I have two podcasts on the topic. The first is the Holy Spirit and the other gifts of the Holy Spirit. And you can find those over at A Few Minutes with God podcast. And they're on on today's show notes as well for episode 142. And you know, the Holy Spirit seems to be misunderstood by some. But when we read Acts 2, we see a complete picture of the power of God. We have the entirety of the Bible. We're blessed We see the power of God the Father in creation of the world, and the Son was with the Father, as was the Spirit, during the beginning of time as we know it. We see the power of the justice of God in the expelling of our first parents in the Garden of Eden. Sin must have punishment, and there has to be restitution. God is a just God. And we see it happen again and again throughout our salvation history. God promises us salvation. We see it in the sacrifice of Abraham being tested in faith as he offers up his son Isaac. But God intervenes. We see God's intervention against the slavery of the Hebrew nation under the Egyptians. We read that God heard the cries of his people and sent Moses. We watch as Moses leads the people to freedom and they cross the Red Sea. You know, which as I heard in a sermon was a foreshadowing and signifying Christian baptism. But what happens? The people forget their God and are forced to wander around for 40 years. I always say, Lord, please help me to understand what you want me to understand so I'm not wandering around. God sent the Holy Spirit. And so as we read Acts 2, and again, I want you to read this on your own. Just really pray and meditate that the Lord fills you with this spirit of wonder and awe for what he has done for us. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And that's Acts 2, 1 through 4. So what happened? Did they stay safely in their house after they were, you know, infilled with the Holy Spirit? Were they still scared? No. They were given divine grace to begin speaking in other languages and the knowledge to understand the teachings, the foundation that the Lord gave them for the three years that they walked with him. We too, friends, need to study, to seek, to pray for the infilling of the Holy Spirit so that God can open our minds and our hearts so that we can proclaim the good news. The people who heard them were amazed and they realized, you know, something miraculous is going on. But they also said they were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, whatever could this mean? And others were mocking and said, you know, they must have had too much to drink. And then that's where Peter comes in. And Peter comes in and he attests that Jesus of Nazareth performed miracles, wonders, and signs. And while he was crucified and put to death, 
God raised him. And he went on to explain by the words of David, again in the scriptures, what was said prophetically about Christ. He also explained that while David, who was revered and acclaimed, was still dead and buried, while Christ was risen, and they were the eyewitnesses. You know, it says, For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he says himself, The Lord is my Lord. Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. And when they heard this, they were cut to the heart, and they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord our God will call. Wow. Read all of Acts 2, friends. Pray and meditate on these words. They are truly essential to the Christian faith, and especially in these times of stress or when we feel deserted or oppressed, we must remember that the Lord is with us until the end of times. Let's pray. My God, your works and splendor continue to astound me, and the infilling of the power of the Holy Spirit is something I crave in my life. Help me, O Lord, to decrease so that you can increase in my life. Allow me to be an open book, to be used and to be transformed. Let the old fall away and let the new reflect you, your light and your goodness. Continue to enrich me, Lord, and bring me to a deeper understanding of your goodness and will in my life. Dear Lord, I come before you humbly with the following prayers and petitions. I praise you ahead of time for all that you have done in my life, and I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a few minutes with God.com, and your podcast page on a few minutes with God podcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.